It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Are the Indianapolis Colts trade geniuses? Does the beef over Carson Wentz's fit in Washington matter? And we discuss a potential free agent addition the commanders may pursue now that their defensive line depth has taken a hit. All of that right now on the Locked On Commanders podcast. You are Locked On Commanders, your daily podcast on the Washington Commanders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in, Commanders fans, to the Locked On Commanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are your daily podcast covering the Washington Commanders, free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. Big shout out to all of you checking us out over there. And of course, continue shout out to those of you downloading the episode daily. We thank you for making us your first listen or your first view of the day. I am David Harrison covering the Commanders for Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation. My co-host, Chris Russell, the rooster, one half of the Russell and met her show on the Team 980. Find Chris and Pete there Monday through Friday from 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern time or any time along with the show on the Odyssey app. When we're not there, we're not here. We're on Twitter at DHarrison82, at WrestleMania621, and at LO Commanders. Once again, we thank you for making us your first listen or view of the day. Today's episode brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them that Locked On sent you similar to the way that the Atlanta Falcons are sending Matt Ryan to the Indianapolis Colts, Chris, to replace Carson Wentz in Indianapolis and to relieve a whole lot of quarterback drama that developed very quickly, very recently in the city of Atlanta, Georgia. Well, it's not the only city that has quarterback drama. Of course, Indianapolis did yeah. when they decided to get rid of Carson Wentz after one year and how can we argue that it wasn't a failed attempt, a failed bid after Philip Rivers retired, right? When it cost them a first round pick. Uh, and I think it was a third round pick if memory serves me correct. Uh, and of course, Carson Wentz is now the commander's problem, which brings this into greater focus for us, David. And I don't know how you feel, but to me, I think Indianapolis, uh, I, I talked to somebody over the weekend in that building and, and, and they said, you know, the drop off from, um, from from Philip Rivers in terms of the leadership, in terms of the attitude, in terms of the the feel in the building was noticeable when you went from Philip Rivers to Carson Wentz. And I think they're trying to get back to that with Matt Ryan. Is Matt yeah. Ryan six or seven years older? Absolutely. Is Matt Ryan as mobile as Carson Wentz is? No. Is Matt Ryan maybe even the gunslinger at this point in his career? Then Carson Wentz, no, but he checks a lot of the other boxes that the Colts felt like they were missing. Right. And I know this, I've watched Matt Ryan for most of his career. Um, you know, of course, you know, every team in the NFC South has, has seen him twice a year. Uh, I know Ron Rivera was fond of, of Matt Ryan. How could you not be? I know he didn't win a Super Bowl, but to me, if I was sizing up the two, yeah. And if I'm the Indianapolis Colts, while Matt Ryan may not be as good as Carson Wentz is in some of those areas, I know he's going to be better in some of those areas that I deemed 
and I'm speaking from a Colts perspective, that I deemed that Carson Wentz felt shorted, that right. I felt we were missing, especially down the stretch when the pressure cooker cranked up a little bit. So, uh, again, you, you, you're not going to get everything in a quarterback. Otherwise, they probably wouldn't be available via trade. Yeah. Clearly, Atlanta moving on, they take a big cap hit. But to me, I think Indianapolis got better here when you look at Phillip Rivers to Carson Wentz to Matt Ryan. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I, it's it's how can you not see that, right? And I mean, uh, you know, every quarterback, you, you typically either have, uh, you know, elite athletic ability or elite mental processing ability for Matt Ryan. It's always been about the mental processing, then the arm kind of comes with it. I remember when he got drafted out of Boston College to join the Atlanta Falcons, I really thought it was a very smart move at the time, what, 14 years ago, almost 15 years ago, yeah. when they did it because the Falcons really were kind of the first team that I remember building a team and then inserting a quarterback into it. Uh, and like you said, it didn't produce a Super Bowl win, but it did produce a lot of very good years for the Atlanta Falcons franchise and for the fans uh, of that organization. A lot of competitive football, the relationship between he and guys like Jamal Anderson, Julio Jones, et cetera, Tony Gonzalez. I mean, there's a lot of good football. Of course, you also have the 28-3 to debacle, but, you know, look, right. there are a lot of NFL franchises. Look at the Detroit Lions who've never even been in the position to have a 28-3 to debacle. So it's there's your silver lining if you need it. But if you're the Indianapolis Colts, Chris, you just traded Carson Wentz for an improved second-round pick, a third or second-round pick next year, a, third, a better third-round pick this year because a third-round pick they sent – to the Atlanta Falcons is the worst of the two third round picks mm -hmm. that they got from the Washington uh, uh, commanders and Matt Ryan. So that's what you got for Carson Wentz, a better second, a better third, a future third, maybe second and Matt Ryan in exchange for Carson Wentz. Chris Ballard may have just won executive of the year already. And we're not even uh, out of, out of the month of March, but for, for the Washington commanders, this, this begs the question. We kind of talked about this. I know I talked about it uh, while you were away when the move first happened, we've kind of touched on it. Did the Washington Commanders, in your eyes, panic when they lost on Russell Wilson and pulled the trigger too early on the Carson Wentz trade? Before you answer that, just for those listening and watching who don't know already, the original trade compensation that was being talked about with the Carson Wentz deal with the Indianapolis Colts, correct me if I'm wrong, Chris, was a sixth and a fifth round draft uh, I think pick. it was a sixth and a fourth, but yeah, you may be and a right. Fourth. I mean, somewhere right around that. Sixth right. was definite. Um, and then when they missed on Russ, right. it jumped right. to a third, a swap of a second, and another right. third. That's a huge jump in a short period of time. What are your thoughts on that? Well, and it's also it also happened the day after the Russell Wilson trade, right? right? So, so clearly, you, I mean, it would be hard to argue that Washington did not panic. Yeah. Clearly, they felt, oh my gosh, nobody's going to choose us. Aaron Rodgers didn't choose us. Russell Wilson didn't choose us. There's no, nobody else. We can't risk Mitchell Trubisky leaving us at the altar, Jameis Winston, Marcus Mariota, so on and so forth. We like this guy. Let's do the deal. Let's give the Colts what they want. Let's take back the entire salary. They didn't have to pay any dead cap hit. Uh, let, let's take on the salary. Uh, we can get out of it after a year if it doesn't work. Let's give them these draft picks, so on and so forth. And to me, the question becomes is, did they rush? Yes. Should they have waited? Well, that's a different question, David. And I'm curious how you think about this, because remember, that happened Wednesday, like 11 or 12 days ago. Right. 
And that's a day after the Russell Wilson deal and a, and, and a day after Aaron Rodgers comes back to Green Bay. But it's two days before we find out that Deshaun Watson is not going to face criminal charges. And yep. then a day or two after that, we find out all of a sudden Atlanta is in the mix here for Deshaun Watson, right? So if Washington would have even sensed that Matt Ryan was available – and said, oh, hold on, we, we don't have to rush. Maybe we can get Matt Ryan. Maybe we, we view him as an upgrade more than Carson Wentz. Well, if they had done that, and if they had said that to themselves, they would have probably had to wait at least a week or so to fill out that quarterback position, that QB1 position. Right. And for all the things that I can criticize the commander's organization for, I don't know if it's fair. Honestly, yeah. I don't know if it's fair for me to see, sit here and say they should have waited because yeah. I understand the pressure that they felt. Could they have waited a day or two? Maybe. Mm. To ask them to wait seven, eight, nine, ten days, whatever it was, I don't think that's fair because they probably would have felt the need to go somewhere else in between while this whole Matt Ryan Atlanta situation sorted itself out. I'm not sure if you agree or disagree, but I can't kill them for that. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going to sit here and, and slander the Washington commanders for not knowing that the Atlanta Falcons at the 10th hour, I don't think it was the 11th hour, but at the 10th hour are going to get into the Deshaun Watson conversation and burn the bridge that they spent 14 years building with Matt Ryan. And all of a sudden he was going to become available that's that's something nobody predicted. In fact, the conversation about Matt Ryan moving off the Atlanta Falcons this offseason had already been had and was already solved because the dead cap space alone on that contract pretty much made it prohibitive. But the Atlanta Falcons essentially decided, you know what, it's worth the risk to get Deshaun Watson. And again, I think that when you talk about an owner like Arthur Blank, who has one of the best reputations in the NFL, I think this is probably a move that when it was brought to him, it was, it was probably the answer back was, look, if we're going to do this, it's going to be ugly. It's going to be public. We better not miss because you know what you're doing. You're burning again. You're burning 14 years of Matt Ryan being an Atlanta Falcons quarterback and not complaining, not holding out, not demanding trades, not demanding this and that. And that's a very rare commodity in today's NFL. So I'm not going to murder them for that. What I will say, Chris, is I do think they should have. And I did think at the time they should have waited to see what happened with Deshaun Watson because I was going on other podcasts. I, I was saying on this podcast, on the Locked On Bucks podcast, as the Buccaneers uh, until Tom Brady came back were rumored to be connected with Deshaun. I was saying everywhere that a microphone would be put in front of my face that Deshaun Watson was going to be the biggest domino to fall this offseason with quarterbacks. So anybody that had a quarterback need should wait until what Deshaun Watson was going to do, see what was going to happen with that whole situation before they pulled the trigger on something. That doesn't necessarily mean you don't still pull the trigger on Carson Wentz and then three days later, like you said, Matt Ryan suddenly becomes available. So we we still might end up in the same exact place. That's the only place I'll say I have an issue is wait and see what happens with the the biggest influence, uh, quarterback influence out there, which was Deshaun at the time, before you make a final decision. But that's uh, but in the grand scheme of things, that's really a small nitpicky thing to say that I think you should have done differently. I, I mean, that's an interesting uh, perspective, and we can talk. Uh, of course, all day. I mean, ultimately, Washington felt the need to get something done, yeah. and they were very aggressive, too aggressive probably, in getting it done. All right. The locker room hasn't had a chance to get divided, David, over the acquisition yet of Carson Wentz. Well, because they haven't been in the locker room, but a lot of fans and media certainly have. Does any of it really matter? We talk about that in a moment. But before we talk about that madness, why don't we talk 
about the other madness, specifically college basketball, David. Yeah, it's that time again. College basketball's tournament is finally upon us, and all your latest odds, contests, and player props are at betonline.net, the number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season, and it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action at Bet Online, where the game starts. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, thanks again for making uh, the... uh, Thanks again, Washington Commanders fans, is what he wanted to say, for making us your first listen uh, and your first watch. If you're watching on YouTube, we thank you either way. Make sure you're now uh, following the Locked On NFL podcast. We're Locked On experts covering the biggest stories around the NFL every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. Along with David Harrison, who's covering the Washington Commanders Press.com's Fan Nation. I'm Chris Russell, co-host of the Russell and Medher Show on the Team 980 in Washington, D.C. And the audio app. You can follow us, again, at dharrison82, at russellmania 61 at LO Commanders. Uh, and we'll get you involved in the voicemail coming up here in just a little bit and tell you how you can further get involved in the Locked On Commanders podcast. All right, David. So the divide on Carson Wentz, uh, you know, again, like, like you said, we we haven't been able to determine inside the locker room because nobody's been in the locker room. Nobody's really been in the building. So everything's hunky-dory right now, and I assume a clean sheet. But the divide between, say, reporters and, and reporters doing their job, and I know, you know, just honestly, I've been involved in some of this, and I've heard some unsavory things, quite honestly, mm-hmm. from people in the Colts organization that are familiar uh, with this situation But Ron Rivera says, you know, basically, uh, one of his quotes is, you have questions. Mm -hmm. I don't. And he cited, again, Darius Leonard and Jonathan Taylor, and apparently he talked to Frank Reich after the trade. And he says, you don't have to worry about this. You you, you don't have to ask questions. You don't have to have angst over. We got this. Is this a big deal or not a big deal in your eyes? Are we, the media, making it a big deal? And then the fans in reverse basically say, why are you so worried? Uh, you know, nothing's happened so far. There's nothing to see here. Yeah. Uh, no big deal. Why don't we wait until September to see how this plays out? What side of the fence should we be on, I guess? I think to me, it's like a weather forecast. You should be aware of it. You should know about it. You should prepare as best as you can for what the worst case scenario is coming, but you shouldn't panic over it. That's kind of how I view this whole situation with Carson Wentz. Look, the reputation is there for a reason. The reports have come out for a reason. 
are there people that like him? Absolutely. He's he's not a pariah. He's not just an unlikable, you know, anti-Christ type of figure. There are going to be, be people out there in his corner. Of course there are. Are there people out there that don't like him, don't feel like he's coachable, feel like maybe he's more selfish than a quarterback should be? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. The the real question here is, can he fit with this roster, this locker room, and this coaching staff? And to be quite honest with you, everything that happened in the past, like Frank Wright is not going to be the head coach of this team. Doug Peterson is not going to be the head coach of this team. Down the list, quarterback coaches, wide receivers, quarterbacks, like all this stuff, right? None of those guys are coming through the doors any any anytime soon for the Washington Commanders. So how Carson Wentz fits with this crew is what's important. And the lessons he's learned from the places he's been are going to influence how that happens here. From a media standpoint, when you talk about analyzing moves and analyzing players coming into the organization, all we have right now is the past. Like if, if people feel like we're being unfair, all we have right now is the past. So what does the past look like? Well, bottom line is guys, Two franchises have moved on from him because someone in the building with the power to make decisions did not like his presence as a quarterback, his selflessness for the team, and his performance when it mattered the most. Also, he is a physical upgrade over Taylor Heineke. Those are the things that we're saying. Those are the things that we are talking about here on the Locked On Commanders podcast. As best I can tell from the John Kimes and the Nikki Jabalas of the world, that's what they're writing. That's what they're talking about. They're very real situations and concerns but that does not foresee, it does not necessarily write in stone his future. And where you're really going to find out with, if our media circle around the commanders, Chris, has integrity is if he starts doing well, do we then allow ourselves to praise him for doing well? Or do we continue to beat this narrative of what he may or may not have been in Indianapolis and Philly while ignoring what he is in Washington? But until he starts doing something in Washington, we can't do that. Yeah, you know, it's interesting because something I was thinking about as you were answering that, and I think you put it in good perspective, but, you know, you talk about there's no Frank Reich, there's no Doug Peterson. Of course, his relationship, we know with Doug Peterson sour towards the end. We we don't think it did with Frank Reich, but clearly Frank Reich was overruled by somebody, whether that's Chris Ballard, whether that's Jim Irsay, doesn't know, we don't know, and, and maybe it doesn't matter. I wonder if maybe a clean slate for Carson Wentz, mm-hmm where he doesn't really know anybody here. He, there is no connection to Ron Rivera. There's no connection to Scott Turner. There's no connection to Ken Zampisi, the quarterback's coach. He doesn't know Terry McLaurin, so on and so forth. Maybe a clean slate, maybe a totally clean canvas is the best thing for him. Yeah. And you said, you know, if he starts to have success, will people kind of let celebrate that or or honor that or um praise him for that and 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 not and be able to get over the path yes i think they will yeah, yeah i too. think media Absolutely. though i think media will always keep it in the back of their mind and will yeah. always be on the hunt for things when things don't go right bad no. game bad situation whatever it might be bad streak that's where he has to worry. If Carson Wentz's play is on the field, is superior, is elite, David, nobody's going to care. Nobody's yeah. going to bring it up. Nobody's going to care. Nobody's going to want to take the good times away because, quite honestly, we all benefit, right? It's clicks. Right. It's views. It's downloads. We all want the team to succeed no matter yeah. what people say. We all want the team to succeed. So I think – it, where you have to watch out is when he struggles. And of right. course, leading up to, you know, th- there'll just be stories about people that say, well, how did Carson Wentz get here? A-, a bunch of that can be brushed under the rug. 
I think the real danger zone is if they go on a two game or a three game losing streak. Yeah. And, and, and what I, what I think like the John Kimes of the world, I, I know what we're going to do. Right. But like the John Kimes of the world and the Ben standings of the world, I think the JP Finley, et cetera, like I can't name everybody, but I'm trying to name all the big hitters. If Carson Wentz goes out week one and drops three fifty four touchdowns, no interceptions and rushes for another against Philadelphia Eagles in Philly, nobody's going to write a column that says he did all these great things. But we still wonder if he's got leadership problems. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like nobody's gonna do that to Wait, him. Let, so. let me stop. Let me stop you there. Are you playing NFL schedule maker? <laughs> I mean, that would be a, that would be, if look if I'm an NFL schedule maker, that's an easy week one matchup <laughs> I mean, for me. That's pretty. I mean, that's pretty simple, right? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like, that, that's Sunday that night, and honestly, that's the best situation to get the Eagles and Washington on a primetime game, and yeah. know that people are gonna want to watch it. So yeah. to me, it's a no brainer. But that's what I'm saying is is if the criticism comes, it's going to be deserved, and it's going to be based off of of things that are outside of the world that a lot of like you've got to mention having conversations with people there are things and people have to i don't say have to but people should understand that in the world of media and journalism and, and that line gets blurred a lot in this in this new world of of new media and guys i mean i'm sitting in a home office you're sitting in a home office we can do this chris you're a very well established multi-decade journalist in the, in this field but not all of us are i've never had a full-time role as a journalist so a lot of people have microphones and have the ability to put out information. They have to understand the tenets of journalism. And there are things that you can talk about that aren't necessarily reportable, right? And, and those, are, those are two differences. But these things that are talked about typically come from somewhere, right? Like, yeah. like I will tell you that if you go to the Locked on Bucks podcast back at the end of the 2019 NFL season, if you go through the episodes, you hear, could Jameis come back? Could Jameis come back? Could Jameis come back? Jameis is not coming back. There's a reason that conversation shifted as quickly as it did, right? Mm -hmm. And it's not necessarily a report, but it's something we're talking about. Those are the kinds of things. These things are not baseless. These things don't just come out of thin air. And uh, there was one person on Twitter that kind of came at us uh, together and said, um, you know, it feels kind of coordinated. This attack on Carson Wentz feels kind of coordinated. Listen, Chris, I don't know if you've been in a meeting with Nikki, Ben, JP, or or, or anybody else saying, hey, guys, we're going to bash Carson. But if you guys had that call, I was not invited. I'm offended. So at least what I can tell everybody is that my disagreement with this move is honest because Chris is keeping me out of the loop on this media conspiracy against Carson Wentz. Yeah, I, I can promise you that meeting never happened, nor <laughs> is there a text thread. I mean, I'm on text yeah, threads yeah. and I have lots of meetings. That one didn't happen. But, um, y- you know, look, pe- fans are going to want to shape the narrative just like media is going to want to shape the narrative. So just – you know, keep all that in mind. David, uh, we, we have one final segment left to go. Uh, so we'll make the turn uh, right here and right now, and we'll try and get in as much uh, as we possibly can. Uh, we will actually hear a voicemail from a sort of frustrated Washington Commanders fan. But first, guys, this episode is brought to you by our friends at Rock Auto and rockauto.com. Of course, there's all sorts of makes and models And then there's all your big auto parts superstore giants that have this corporate overwhelming, um, uh, I guess, space to keep up. And they've got to pay the bills, right? They've got to pay their employees. They've got to pay the rent. They've got to pay the mortgage on the building. They've got to get all the parts. Well, Rock Auto and rockauto.com doesn't charge you for that. They don't surcharge you for that. So that allows them to give you the best prices on the best auto parts, whatever you need for your car truck old, new, foreign, domestic, whatever it might be, vanity or major repair, rockauto.com is going to be your place to get the very best service and the very best 
price for whatever you need. So here's what we want you to do. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car, truck, get what you need and write locked on, uh, write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever, ever need at rockauto.com. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Final segment here of the Locked On Commanders podcast for today. David Harrison and Chris Russell on Twitter at Russellmania621. I'm at DHarrison82. The show at LO Commanders. Chris, we're going to talk about whether or not Star Latulale, veteran defensive lineman, would be a good fit with the Washington Commanders after losing both Tim Settle and Matt Ioannidis. But before we do that, let's bring in Lawrence to uh, air his grievances, so to speak, of the Carson Wentz deal. Uh, I just called previously. My name is Lawrence McDonald. I'm a longtime fan. Uh, been a fan since I was born in 1964. Um, I don't think Wentz makes us a better team. I think he's going to be very divisive in that um, locker room. Uh, he's going to have his guys that are with him and guys are, that aren't. Um, as I said before, I believe we we could have did better in some aspects. Uh, if you put the pieces in place, you're not needing a great quarterback. But what you do need is someone that has the mental capacity to bring a team together, and I don't think he can do that. Um, uh from the beginning, I didn't like Ron Rivera as our coach. I think we needed another one. Um, I think he's going to pay the price, as I said before, and I think it's going to be warranted. Um, uh, every season, he sounds a little desperate, and that, that shows his hand, and that's why we're in the position that we're in, and we have been. So um, with that said, uh, I'm, I'm hoping for the best, but I, I, I'm a cynic. When it comes to uh, putting pieces that don't – putting uh, um, round uh, pieces and square pegs, I mean square pegs and round holes, and I think that's exactly what he did. He's trying to force an issue that just won't happen. Thank you. All right, Lawrence. Uh, thank you for the voicemail. We appreciate it. Some strong, passionate takes there. I, I don't know if I would go so far as, as he did David, but again, you see a lot of fans defending Carson Wentz and Ron Rivera and the need for a quarterback. And then you see Lawrence, who basically has the opposite uh, point of view. So we appreciate uh, the contributions. As always, we will continue to mix in all of your thoughts as quickly as we can get them. David, you mentioned just a moment ago, Washington might be in on chasing a former Ron Rivera disciple on the defensive line. Somebody who was just cut by the Buffalo Bills, Star Latulale, uh, of uh, now again a free agent. He could possibly replace Matt Ioannidis and or Tim Settle. What say you? Would you be in favor of going the route of the star? Uh, I think it's a plant. I think that Brandon Bean put him out there to get yeah. Washington to try to sign him so that they can then swoop in before he signs. Yeah. 
and bring him back. That's what I think. Um, no, I don't actually think that's what's happening. But look, I mean, yeah, you need defensive line depth. You know what I mean? And obviously familiarity is is a big thing. Um, I, it makes a lot of sense for a lot of reasons. And again, Star is a guy who's established, so you know that he's going to bring uh, the right kind of energy if, if you're bringing him in for that reason. Um, I like it. I just also think that they also need to get a little bit younger. I think they need mm-hmm. to pursue some. It's a very talented defensive line group. You need to pursue some of those players in the NFL draft. But what it does do, it adds a little bit more flexibility to your draft strategy when it comes to executing your picks because you don't feel like you have to go that direction and maybe end up reaching as a result. Yeah, I think he would be a part-time player here, clearly, because of Jonathan Allen and because of Deron Payne. And I also think if he was such a stud still, like he once used to be, that Dean uh, and Sean McDermott wouldn't have let him go when they had a couple of openings in that interior defensive tackle position. One of them they clearly filled with Tim Settle, but now they have another one that they created by uh, this release. Still, I think a a worth-it shot if it's a one-year couple million dollar type deal, maybe with an incentive structure. If you've got to do a multi-year deal, no thanks. All right, that's going to do it for us Commanders fans. We appreciate you being with us each and every day right here on the Locked On Commanders podcast and for making us your first listen of the day and also your first watch on YouTube. Now make your second listen and watch the Locked On NFL Draft podcast with Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker. Uh, as they bring the NFL draft to life each and every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. I'll be back with a solo edition, uh, and then David will be back with a solo edition, and then we'll reconvene before the end of the week for another tag team edition of the Locked On Commanders podcast. If you want to get in, Locked On Washington Commanders at gmail.com, Locked On Washington Commanders at gmail.com, or 301 615 That's 301 on the voicemail like Lawrence did. For David Harrison, who's covering the Washington Commanders for SI.com, Fan Nation. I'm Chris Russell of the Russell and Medhurst Show on the flagship station for the Washington Commanders, the Team 980, and the Odyssey app. If you're out and about, please be safe, be kind to one another. Thank you for joining us, and happy World Down Syndrome Day. Monday, March 21st, my son has Down Syndrome. Very important day. Please keep that in mind. Uh, please think about a Down Syndrome child or family. Thanks for joining us right here on the Locked On Commanders Podcast. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. 
They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.